Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Two Brothers channel. I'm one brother. And I'm the second brother. We welcome everybody for another exciting episode of the Two Brothers channel. Um, today we have a wonderful, wonderful episode for you all. So back to you, Mr. Phil. Thank you, Mr. Clare. Like Mr. Clare said, today we have a wonderful episode for you all. And this one is a very interesting one. And um, again, let's quickly do the usual stuff. Let's remind you to like the videos, to subscribe to the channel, to share the content, and most importantly, leave a comment. Let us know what is touching you. Let us know what, if you have any questions, let us know, you know, don't be shy. Like Mr. Clear says, don't, be, don't say, oh, I don't want to be the first one. No, don't be like that. This is a personal development channel. What does that mean? That means that you have to learn to be a leader. And leaders always learn to do to be the first ones to do things. As a matter of fact, one of the things that we were taught how to do is to be comfortable to get into a room. And if people are hesitating to sit up front, you sit up front. Okay. You get what I'm saying? So again, like, comment, and subscribe. And more importantly, leave a comment. And like we said, we've got an amazing topic for you today. And what is it? This topic is, wait for it. Should we give them a, ro a drum roll, Mr. Glare? Yes, sir. Let's drum roll it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> a bit of symbol there. <laughs> Africa. Whose fault is it anyway? Wow. Mm-hmm. Africa, whose fault is it anyway? Let's look at it. Let's start from the historical context. Let's look at the things that has happened and things that we're going through from where we are now as Africans. Whether we like it or not, and this will give me an opportunity to talk about what actually happened in Ukraine when the war started. I was the last person surprised when the war was coming and people were fearing for their lives. They put children and women on the train first. White children and white women on the train first. And then they excluded Africans. If anyone's going to die, you guys can die. And Africans were surprised. And we were amazed. But let's look at it, though. On what indices are you on top on anything in the world? <laughs> as a matter of fact, if they want to look at us Africans, they see us as, as the highest liability indices in the world. So, that was a stark representation of how the world views you. And I'm talking about Africans. I don't care where you are in the world. American, African-American, Africans in Europe, Africans in South America, Africans anywhere in the world. The moment that's gained, they're discriminated, they're discriminated against. But who's it anyway? Ladies and gentlemen, first thing we all have to learn is that the world does not owe you understanding. 
a lot of the things that we're talking about is on the micro level that means as you as an individual but then it applies to the macro level as well because the macro level is just a collection of individuals on every level we're talking about finances on the micro level the african is at the bottom and at the micro level because like i keep saying it's the same thing okay so whose fault is it anyway and you got to take responsibility for that okay so we're looking at things and we're saying that let's okay so let's look go into africa now nothing is working in africa everything that we need for our welfare from cups to um chairs to clothes to food we can't produce for ourselves but that's not where we started from though we're now a continent that is completely consumers consume we're a consumer con- con- continent and that's not how we started though but whose fault is it anyway we can say oh it's the forces outside <laughs> it's the white man that is like me saying i am an addict now because the guy sold me cocaine and he sold me heroin and he's down the street that's why i'm an addict I'm an addict now because the, the the heroin seller is heartless. He's so heartless. He saw me going on my merry way, and then he sold me heroin. Now my life is ruined. Look at him. He's such a bad man. God, we punish him. God, we punish him. Wait till we get to heaven. <laughs> Okay. Now, what will you tell me? You will say, Mr. Phil, yes, the heroin dealer is over there. Yes, the heroin dealer is over there. Yes, the heroin dealer wants to mess up your life. But did you have to go and buy from him? Hmm. Did you have to go and give him your money? Did you have to go and patronize him? Oh but you know what I don't have any vice in the world at least I have to have some recreation Now you're talking Because Africa will say oh it's the west It's the west Those that that's even those that even know Because 99.9% of people in Africa don't even really know what's going on They don't know that they've been designed to become a consumer continent and that's the way it works I, i told you the last video we did that economics is competition politics is competition they're not there to save you are you kidding me as a matter of fact when they see you able to feed yourself able to clothe yourself their plan is how do we make these people rely on us instead of themselves How do we make these people buy from us instead of themselves? Because if they don't buy from us, we're not making profit and we want to make profit. 
okay um we want to we want to sell fire extinguishers we want to sell fire extinguishers hmm where do we sell it fire extinguishers you know what maybe if we go and burn their house they will have no choice but to come and buy fire extinguishers so no arrange with some people to go and burn their house that's not fair no that's not fair that is wow who are you gonna say that to your house is burning you need fire extinguishers is that you let the, the house burn or you buy so what i'm trying to show you is that it's not about what you can complain to your blue in the face foul fair whatever they've been using tactics politically and economically for hundreds of years on africa and we keep falling for it and we keep falling for it same same thing falling for it same gimmick fall for it they want to satisfy extinguisher they will go and put fire on your farm fall for it they want to basically come into you they will bribe one against the other you guys will fall for it now if you keep falling for the same thing, then you now say like me saying that, you know, I need advice. That's why I went to the heroin dealer. Then you now say, eh, but you know what? Eh, but we do not good now. We too, we too, we too need to, um, we, we too have to wear the nice, the best designer now. We too have to drive the best cars now. We too have to have a private jet now. Exactly. And that's where they got you. because of your own greed now a lot of you will say but it's not me though it's not me it's the politicians <sighs> I, I i made a deep sigh because everybody thinks they're different until they get there unfortunately none of you are displaying we're dealing with africans none of you are displaying the fortitude that it would take when someone offers you look mr claire i was in a barber shop and this scared me i was in a barber shop in london a few years ago actually because since then I, I didn't go to barber shop anymore i started cutting my own hair yeah i cut my own hair no mr claire because i was going there giving them my money and then the conversation came up and the conversation is that this is the barber cutting my hair and some guys in the place of us all of us all black africans in the uk arriving with different circumstances some legal some illegal whatever we're all there and the guy said i think the conversations went to the point where someone was killed or maybe someone they hired someone to kill someone and everything and i'm like how much will it take how much would they have to give you to or to you to kill someone and i said ah, me just give me a hundred thousand pounds i'll kill anybody and i said i'm like hold on then it looked at me went, what you mean you're not killing anyone for that i'm like huh i mean so let's get this straight you're telling me that all it takes is someone to give you a hundred thousand pounds and you're ready to kill anybody even your family even your brother if he said yes 
I looked around the place, and everybody's looking at me like, "What? You won't? You won't? You won't?" I'm like, "No. Why would I? On the surface, why would I even kill someone for money?" And I looked like I was the saint, Mr. Clay. That is how they. That's how far they worked on us, Africans, home and abroad, that were little above animals in our thinking. The condition has degraded us to that point that anybody can walk up to any one of us, offer us a hundred thousand pounds. That's that's on you. That's last one mean only. In, my, in Yoruba, even some people are hearing me in Nigeria now and say, hey, They can mobilize your whole army against you for a hundred thousand pounds, Mr. Clay. Think about it. How scary is that? But whose fault is it anyway? Let me let you come in. Thank you, Mr. Tim. Um, you definitely came with all the guns blazing once again. So a hundred thousand pounds, like you say, there will some some Nigerians will say they will do it for a hundred thousand naira. <laughs> Don't even add pounds or dollars to it, you know. But I remember there was a book that we read many years ago that said, "How much would you sell a part of your body?" You know, and and it made me think about it. And I was saying, it's truly, how much would I sell about my like my kidney? They say, how much would you sell your kidney? And and you you would think about it, and you say, you know what? Or they sell you your eye. Okay, let's go for your eye, one of your eyeballs. Not both of them, but just one of them. You can give the other one. But how much would you sell for your eyeballs? So the same people, those people are ready to sell their eyeballs for 100,000. Those people are ready to sell the the, the parts of their body, kidney, liver, you you name it, you know? And I was like, no, I will not sell uh, your right arm. I won't, how much much is your right arm worth? You know? So these things, I think, once again, you have to go back to what am I even? What is the exchange? Because hundred thousand dollars or pounds to some people is a lot of money, more money than they, more money that can they can even dream about. That they're ready, ready to kill, you name it, is dead already. They, will, they might even do it at a discount because they might not even like the guy anyway. You know? <laughs> so, <laughs> but it goes to show the mentality of our people, the mentality of black people. That's why you can't get black people to do anything together. You know, you can't see, you know, it's like, as you put it, a Chinese man is attacked. And everybody's, you know, there's a big response. An Indian man is attacked. Everybody knows there's going to be a big response. A white man is attacked. Everybody knows it's going to be a big response. You attack a black man, 
even in the place of work, everybody is zipped up. Nobody, everybody knows nobody, even his family members gone will say he deserve it. What was he doing there? I remember, I remember who was it? It was um one of the politicians after the answers, you know, came out, you know, Mr. Jagaband. What were they doing there? At what time of the night were they out there? Who told them did they tell them you know? It's just like what are you talking about? So Whose fault is it anyway, Mr. Phil? Thank you. Whose fault is it anyway? And there is good news because we always start by setting the the the, the scene. We always start by setting the scene because we have to look at what we're dealing with in the eye and admit it first. Whose fault is it anyway? Everything affects everything else. Let's quickly go into history. Now, it's not that they came to Africa and our ancestors basically just rolled over and said, come in and everything. No. At the beginning, they did, but there are historical records of Shaka Zulu in South Africa fought the Boas, fought the British for many, many, many years. There, um, in Nigeria, there were, there were some skirmishes that they did not record. But if you go into the royal families there, they still kept those stories alive. If you go to Dahomey, I, I believe that what the British did was they tricked the guy. The guy was not going to allow them. And they fought and they could not... Um, they could not defeat the guy in Dahomey. And what they did was that they now said they were going to have a trade treaty. They couldn't defeat him necessarily. So they now had, that's even with superior, um, even with superior armaments, mm. superior guns, superior canals and everything. They couldn't defeat him. So they said they were going to do a trade treaty. So as they were doing the trade trade treaty they were building the army <laughs> and when they got whiff of it I think we, I'll go and read it, read it again on the internet because now at days that's the good thing in the internet you can it's hard to hide things any, anymore okay I'm not saying believe everything you read on the internet what you do is this you read store it look for correlating evidence somewhere else let other things come and confirm or disprove what you've learned do you get what i'm saying don't just take one thing and run with it no 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 no. take it chill with it okay i've heard what have you got to say for yourself okay i've heard what have you got to say for yourself the british okay i've heard what are the indigenous saying okay I've heard. what is the moon saying okay i've heard what is then create a picture that's true education but that's another thing anyway so apparently what they did was that they invited the guy on a British ship to come and uh, this the guy said he didn't want to come but they just said you know what I think they, they, they said they wanted to basically give him a, a royal tour or whatever 
they probably they, they assured him of his safety. Yeah, and everything. But when once he got on the ship, they basically abducted him. Yeah. And basically, you know, he couldn't go back to to land, and they exiled him. Yeah. That's how they dealt with that one. Now, are we saying British bad or British good or British evil or British clever or is white man good or is what that's not what we're saying. We're saying it is what it is. <laughs> I'm laughing because that's gonna be my tag twist, Mr. Clay. It is what it is. What are you gonna do about it? <laughs> what are you gonna do about it? Because these things happened before we were born. But I just brought those things up for you to know that it wasn't that your ancestors did not fight. And even, some even fought to the point they fought physically, they fought metaphysically. And I believe, some people are even saying, remember when I said that you get information from here, you get information from here. I got some information that is telling me that even they probably were not defeated. <gasps> With the Bill, what are you saying? Yes, some information is now coming now that maybe your ancestors were not really defeated. They recognized that what was coming against them was mechanical. They recognized that what was coming against them was not really natural. And we would do uh, an episode on um, abundance versus scarcity. Economics. We're going to do an episode. We're going to do an episode of, about natural and supernatural and artificial. There's a difference in all those things. So when you're, there's some people saying that, that when your forefathers saw that what was coming against them was artificial, you cannot fight artificial with supernatural. Oh, sorry, with 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 um, metaphysical. That's what I'm looking for. So what they did was that they went into your DNA and left secrets in the DNA that, okay, this battle, all right, we will have to use time to rise up, to defeat this thing that is coming against us. And they may be right, because look at it now. The whole world is looking at, look at the world economy as it is now. Is this something to be really proud of? Really and truly, the world economy is eating itself. The world economy is imploding now. All the technology that we think we have, we're more unhealthy than we've ever been as a race because of artificiality. We're not healthy naturally as in, in our bodies. Most of us living in the UK and US are the most unhealthy on earth. You know why? Because all the food that we have, we are eating now are artificial. Maybe it should take a chicken um, three months to really mature or five months or six months. In the UK, maybe three weeks. And we're gumping it down. We're gumping it down. Something has to give. Mr. Claire, please. Well, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Maybe let me let me let me chill with my coming. And sometimes you see, ladies and gentlemen, sometimes this is the first time Mr. Claire is hearing these things as well. You know, and this is the first, not as in the first time, the way I've landed it because we're not prepared. This is live, you know. So when I say Mr. Claire, bang up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like you know. It, when do you want me to say? Man? When do you want me to start? That's the one. I mean, where do I start? Where do I? Yeah. You know, I can't. I can't say. You know, everything you've said there is so bang on. Mm. And um, and you've really probably lost some people already. <laughs> <laughs> but it's good. Yeah, but it's, 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 it's for those that need to hear it. They need to hear it. Yeah, you know because you know one one of the things that you you think Africans or Black people are, are backwards, they're not intelligent, they're the lowest of the lowest. But actually, when you look at it, when you look at it, it's impossible for that to be because we were the first on the earth. So. Um, and as you we have seen, even in this so-called first world creation, we lead in everything that we get involved in. <laughs> Is it sports? Is it? I mean, you tell me. What is it? So, so there there needed to be a different level of. You know resistance to the attack that they were bringing onto us because you know when you're when you're so powerful you don't need to you know you don't need to fight toe for toe and we destroy each other it's just like now you know america and russia they're not gonna fight a nuclear war because that would destroy both of them so they will just negotiate at the end of the day I wonder they're gonna negotiate. They're gonna negotiate the rest of you. <laughs> so, so it's not. It's not. Sometimes it's not about oh, let's destroy each other. It's about okay. You know what? Let's go into. Let's 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 take a step back. Let them think they've won. But let, but the real victory is still there. You know, but we're not because we know your vibration and the level of thinking is very prim- primitive. And we're way too advanced for you. So we will hide secrets of the DNA. Thank you. You know, so so powerful, sir. And like you said, like I said, this information I'm investigating it, but again, it's making sense that they looked at it and they said, look, there's no point us this why people are coming at us with all these things. Uh and okay, look. In Africa, that's where the pyramids are. Till tomorrow, they still don't know how those things are built. That is a big question mark, quick big question mark hanging over the world till tomorrow. It's not just in Africa, it's all over the world actually. Thank you. Thank you, it's all over the world, which is another amazing thing. It's in South America, in Mexico, um, in, in, I believe China, or is it China and Japan? It's in uh, what's it called? Antarctica, under all the ice, all, all over the world, under the sea, and they don't know how to build it. So, ladies and gentlemen, however, we know that Africans interacted 
with the people that built that. And I'm saying the people that built that because there's more evidence now showing that we built it in the sense that we are connected to the people that built the pyramids. It does not mean that they're still here on planet Earth. We're going to do a program and we're going to call it Get Ready for Disclosure. (laughs) (laughs) You think I'm saying anything now? Don't be surprised. We keep telling you, I hope I don't lose you now. We keep telling you that everything in the universe is about energy, vibration, and frequencies. So that means that there are frequencies, energies, and vibration that are beyond this level. So there are things called dimensions. Some people call it densities. Okay, when we do get ready for disclosure, we'll we'll tell you where you can go and find all this information. Thankfully, we're now at a time when you can seek for this information. You have to be a student of life. That's what I am. I'm not a student of a particular subject. No, I'm a student of life as a whole. I'm interested in life. And guess what? I'm not realizing 99.9% sure. Let me just say, there's more life in the universe than just us. Mm -hmm. I'm laughing because if you really think about that if you really think because everything you've been taught is that you are the only ones God created and you just happen to be the only life on this small planet in a billion planets that can sustain life you're the only one but okay let me just there's no way I, I have to drop it do you know 2020, NASA actually now admitted and put it online. Go online right now and check UFO sighting, unidentified flying phenomena. NASA, no, not NASA, no. The United States government said, yes, we don't know what this is. So if they can say one exists, that means that these things are coming to visit us. One exists. You call them UFO, you call them aliens, whatever you want to call them. If one exists, that means 10 can exist. That means a hundred can exist. That means a thousand. What if a million exists? What if a billion exists? <laughs> and their technology is better, is far bigger and better than anything on earth. None of our planes can catch up with them. They do maneuvers that it's impossible in the physics that we understand. The closest um, star to us, they call it um, Alpha Centauri, is four light years away. I believe if you're going to use our planes to go there, it's going to take us at least maybe, is it 400 or 4,000 years to get there? So you cannot use any technology that we have to get us. Alpha Centauri, and that is our neighbor. <laughs> Look, you guys are gonna. <laughs> oh Lord, this is very interesting. So that means that if the United States government is accepting 
that there, are, there is life beyond earth with technology far greater than ours. That means that you are the low of the low of the low of the low <laughs> in the universe. Maybe it makes sense that our ancestor put our rising up again in our DNA. Because what we are finding out is that this higher beings actually deal on the level of DNA. They deal on the level of 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 time travel. They deal they deal on the level of um, of of ascension. Your 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 spirit. Your your the deal of in, in the level of telepathy. The deal of in the level of basically your higher self. They don't deal in the artificiality. So maybe our ancestors knew something. Because your level of artificiality, your gun, your your robot, your none of them will they've passed all that. So I've said all that to say this, and this is uh, and now I'm wondering I'm gonna I'll bring it all there. There are solutions. And the first solution to this is this responsibility is the first solution. Africa, where we find ourselves is where we find ourselves. So I'm going to start talking about solutions now. The solution, the first thing is responsibility. Realize that nobody in the world owes you understanding. Realize that it is your economics and politics are competitions. That means that they're going to come and try and bamboozle you. They're going to come and try and make you make mistakes. And most of the time when they do it, the people that pay for it are not the ones there now. It is later down the line. Mr. Clay, did you want to say something? No, 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 no. I was just, okay. I was just um, listening to you and, um, you know, because what you said about the our ancestors drop things in our DNA, you know, which is frequencies, vibration, you know, a lot of the things that you know we've been trained away from yeah being part of this world you know like you know because i had to get my head around raising my vibration you know things that are wonderful these things are holy these things things that are you know better better things to put your mind mindset on to raise your vibrations high and things that are very easily that are bad for you like pornography you know lying alcohol you know alcohol fear you know all these bad things will lower your vibrations yeah and these are beings that are of a higher vibration vibration yeah so you can actually raise your vibration to get to their level and start meeting with them yeah, and you yeah. can lower your vibration to get to lower level of others that will appear to you. That will appear to you because you're such. <laughs> so you have a range in you that you don't even you 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 just maybe just doubling doubling, but you can actually go high or you can go low, all in you. So back to you, sir. 
And all I'm saying is that as you, this is now an opportunity then. Because as you can go low, so you can go high. And you see, there are beings and dimensions on different frequencies and different uh, vibrations that can actually see your vibration because they have colors. Fear has a color if you don't know. Greed has a color. Enlightenment has a color. Okay? Let me tell you now, you can actually go go, go there on um, YouTube. I think they call it vibrational colors or whatever. Anyway, uh, but I've seen the chart. And fear is red. And enlightenment is purple. Do you get what I'm saying? So they can see you coming. You can't hide it on that level. You can't hide it. And that thing that they can do on that level that is already in your DNA is that they can communicate with you without words. And you can understand them. And guess what? There's nothing you can hide. They can see all the pornography you've seen. <laughs> they, they, can, they can see your bad thought coming in my love. So it's not like I'm going to pretend to lie to you. I'm going to cheat this one by lying. And then uh, I don't really like him, but they can see it through you. So I bet some people are looking at us and say, How do these guys know this? Again, it's back to frequencies, vibration, and energy. What energy are you giving off? When we started our personal development years ago, we did not know that we were raising our energy. And one thing with the universe is this. Once you have, it will give you more. But you have more, you attract more. When you attract more, you will see more. When you see more, do you get what I'm saying? It's like amazing. That's why the last um, episode we did was follow your intuition. Because the universe is the greatest teacher. I'm saying we're close to the technology that built the pyramids they were here before and they're coming back again it sounds like jesus <laughs> who said he left in the first place <laughs> who said he left so the thing about that we're, we're saying is this the solution is take responsibility take responsibility know that this is where we find ourselves know that yes we failed our some 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 of our forebears failed us We've been tricked. We're at the bottom of everything. But guess what I say? They said the war, uh, the journey of a thousand miles starts with one step. Guess what? Maybe ours is a million miles. But guess what? We have to still start with that one step. And then take responsibility. Who? You. Me. Us. From where we are right now and start building. When you look around yourself in Nigeria, oh, you look at yourself in South Africa, oh, look and say, okay, do you know that even if all you do is decide, okay, from today, I'm just gonna be making my bed. Every morning when I wake up, I'm just gonna make my bed and make sure that I don't leave the house until my bed is done immaculately. Do you know that only doing that? affects the whole world you didn't hear me you choosing in your corner with nobody knowing in africa in nigeria in in tanzania in 
that people want me to start naming their country. Gambia in <laughs> in Kenya, in Ghana, you're doing your best. I can't name every country, but you know where you are. South Africa. <laughs> Just you making your bed and making yourself say, I will not leave my house until I make my bed. That discipline alone changes the whole world. Because that is a ripple effect that you can't imagine affects everything else. Because today you are doing your bed. Someone can see you do your bed. They can do their bed. But guess what? They're taking responsibility for changing the environment. Even if it's just their little bed. Then someone will say, then you could, it's not impossible. They could say, we're just going to have a bed making before we leave our house every day seminar in Africa. Just that alone sends the message that these people want to change something. And on top of that, you keep, that could be, then maybe you look at around and you say, hang on, why is our street dirty? Why is everywhere we're living dirty? They start deciding to clean just your compound. Your neighbors can look at your compound and say, hey, so you are the only one that think you have a, you have a new compound. Okay, we two will clean our compound. Then two, two neighbors say, hey, so you two people think you are the only one that like a clean compound. We two will clean it. Then it knock on effect. Before you know it, the whole street is clean. They, they do that for a, new, for, for, for a few years. because Okay, they do that for a few years. And then they start getting repetition that, ah, this area in this place is the cleanest. You say, ah, how dare they say they're the cleanest? What are they doing? Which will be clean? And before you know it, there'll be competition between two places. Who's gonna be cleaner? Like, hey, so only you two think you can have a clean. And this is the knock on effect. But it could start with someone just making their bed. And that knock on effect can now get to a point where it's like, hang on, why are we buying everything we're doing? Can't we start making things for ourselves? And someone will say, okay, you know what? I'll make I'll be making cups. I'll be making cups from bamboo. We, we, we may not have be able to do it from anywhere, but we use bamboo here. Okay, they start making bamboo. So, so we say, hey, that's true, you know. They will start making plates from bamboo. Oh, really? Can you make Oh, Before you know it, Africa's industry will start starting again. But it starts with bread making. It starts with something little. What are your thoughts, Mr. Kneer? Well, it's this... It's it's amazing how you know we've been switched to focus on money, money, money. Everybody wants money, 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 money. Wanna be rich, wanna be rich, wanna be rich. You don't know what you don't know what you did, you know, you don't care what you did to even if I kill somebody, I want to be rich. Is it sacrifice? Is it, well, is that what we need to do? Yeah. <laughs> Going back to the <laughs> Uh, that's how we started <laughs> we want to kill somebody so we can be rich yeah nobody cares as long as you're rich nobody cares how you mean the money and then you find out the money is not even real this is something they're printing out of thin air thin air there was a time when money meant it represented gold now it's not even representing anything now think about it now they don't even have to print it anymore it's now no. digital it's very digital. So right now, whether you like it or not, money now really is about who knows who and who endorses who. 
Because everybody now knows that they can just type it down now. Mr. Clear, sorry, carry on. So when it comes to something like that, that you actually we can show you that it's not real. So go back to would you kill somebody for hundred thousand? For something that is not real. You kill something that is real. And let me let me mean, let me actually sorry, sorry about this. Let me just quickly interject. That means that if you're willing to kill someone for something that they can just type on thing, that means that they can type for a whole army. That means that they can type for a whole legion. That means that they can type for how there's no limit to it. And all of you are just killing yourselves for something that there's no limit for. If that if it, if that is not mental slavery, I don't know what is. Then some people will say to me, some people will now say, Oh, Mr. Phil, what do you think? Do you, are you saying you don't want money? Are you saying you don't need money? I'm not saying I don't want money. As a matter of fact, I might, with my understanding, money is influence. Money is influence. Money is value. I don't care for value that I can create. What we're doing right here, sharing information, that this is valuable. Why would I kill to create what I'm, that's what's coming from me. This is money, value. We did the prog- we did the episode, episode I, believe, I believe it's episode five. Believe it or not, Mr. Kline, that was episode five. Wow. Money is value. Wow. So, when you now ask me, can I kill for money that I know is a representation of value that I create? Are you kidding me? It's a ridiculous question to me. But how did I get to this understanding? I had to inform myself because my opposition, my heroin seller, prefers that I don't know about this. Then I can go and sell him my life. I can go and sell him my daughter. I can go and sell him my brother. Because, but who would you blame? Whose fault is it that I am ignorant? Whose fault is it that I don't know? Whose fault is it? The day I say it is my fault is the day I start liberating myself, is the day I start waking up, is the day I start becoming free. Sorry I interrupted, Mr. Clare. Carry on. Yeah. Um, it is your bang on, sir. Your bang on. Is the, day, the day you you stop all your excuses, I know that it is my fault. Is the day is the day that you start actually start living life. You know, it's the day that you actually is like a paradigm shift. So, so when we know money is not real, although here in Nigeria you think money is real, Abby. Okay. You, you I pray that you one day you realize that actually hang on a minute. You mean this money that we are all chasing after is not real? So, what's real then? If this money is not real? Because I can use this money to buy everything I want and... uh... But... 
what you find out is this. What you will find out is this. You being part of this program, we're gonna make you more wealthy. That money can make you more wealth. You're gonna get more wealth than money can ever give. And then money will start chasing you. Just like my sister Phil says, I mean, right now I have a lot of money. I have a lot of money. If I tell you how much I have, you probably you wouldn't, definitely won't believe me. Because <laughs> you will say, how can somebody so cute have so such so much money? Don't come and kidnap me. I'm just <laughs> They're missing the point. The, the money that Mr. Claire is is totally direct, to, directly proportional to the value he is to his company that he works for and to his network. So therefore, that is his net worth. So again, it is the value that is detecting the money. Again, look at it. The governments of the world now know, they might not tell you, but the governments of the world now know that they are all printing money and they are all putting it in, it doesn't mean anything. So guess what they are trading now? They are trading your futures. What does that mean? It means that they are trading the energy in you. Even if they have to put you to slave labor, that is still worth something because they will use that labor to create value that we create money. Yes. No because they know, they know, sorry, because, sorry, they know, because they know that that labor, they know you're going to pay tax. So they will make you go to work, pay tax, <laughs> give you money, you will exchange your hard, hard labor, you wake up in the morning, go to work, slave all day. They will take that labor you're actually working, sweating. You'll take that labor and pay you back in worthless money. Hmm? Don't mean that worthless money. Carry on, Mr. Claire. Worthless money. <laughs> pay you back in worthless money. And then tax your labor. And then push it to the future. Say, okay, we're gonna this guy is gonna be working for you for the next 30 years. Every day. And we'll keep giving him what less paper money as as a reward. That's what they, that's the game you're playing, and that and the and the reason why the more they print, the more prices go up in inflation. You look how much you used to buy something ten years ago, like a piece of bread. I remember Snickers bar when I go when I when we got to this country about in. Um, in the 90s one sneaker bar i remember that sneaker bar was 25p 25 pence how much is the sneaker bar now mr phil i think it's 80p i think it might be even more. you see 80 90p for one sneaker 80, bar that i used to pay for 25p i remember that time 25p i used to 25p get a sneaker bar it's now almost one pound the same bar if actually i think it's even got smaller, it's a smaller now yeah, I think it's even got smaller. It's more expensive. It's got a little bit smaller. It's only in Nigeria that these things happen. 
Mm. Carry on, Mr. Flair. So, to show you how worthless money is being, is being shown to you that it's worthless. Because why, why, why is it 20? Why was it 25 p 30 years ago? Now is almost, you know, three times as much. Why? Or more than three times as much. Why? Because, as we've seen, they're printing it out of thin air. So back to you, Mr. Phil. And that is one of the things. So let's bring it around now. Just say, if you've listened to us to this point, we will give you a gem. And one of the gems is this. Mr. If you see Mr. Clare's chest, there's this logo there called Give Genius. Give Genius. Look at it. Give that logo. Genius. Now, that logo is our introduction to you of what we call the abundance economy. Printing money out of thin air and charging people's labor for tax for money they printed out of thin air is the scarcity economy. Scarcity economy is what everybody's grooving on the under. And scarcity economy is where the where the incentive, that's what I'm looking for. The incentive to keep Africa down is in scarcity economics. We're gonna show you how to leave scarcity economics behind and come into abundance economy where you can now start rise wherever you are in the world because you now find out that the universe has given you everything that you really require anyway to live life to the fullest the only thing is that you've been distracted you've been distracted by your collective agreements one of them being i will go after money that's a collective agreement we will do a program episode on collective agreements as well okay so everything that is harming you slowing you down keeping you down as a black man the whole world is prejudiced against you and all that those are all man induced now the good news is that all those things prejudices racism miseducation um competition um you know killing someone for money all that all that is in scarcity created by man and the universe doesn't play that game you're not hearing me the universe doesn't play that game the universe plays another con- completely different game and it is an abundance game that the universe the universe says you know what mr clay can be a billionaire it doesn't stop mr kikumi at all in any way it doesn't slow you down yeah. it doesn't slow me down Mr. Kikumi can be a trillionaire and he doesn't stop Mr. Clay in any way. He doesn't slow him down. But scarcity says, ah, no. If Mr. Clay is a billionaire, we're all in trouble. <laughs> can you see? It is mindset. There's a saying in our language that says that the, the sky is wide enough for all the birds to fly. Mm. In the scarcity mindset, they say no, there's no enough room for us to fly. You have to stay down. <laughs> <laughs> so you can now see 
that it's a switch in mindset. It's a switch in frequencies. It's like a radio station. What are you listening to? What are you tuning into? Okay. I'm conscious that we don't want to make this one too far, uh, too too long, you know. And uh, so I'll let's, just let's say, let's round it up. Let's round it up. Yeah, yeah. Whose fault is it anyway? To be honest, it's nobody's fault. It is what is. It is where it is. However, the solution is responsibility. Look no further. Look at the man in the mirror. What are you gonna do to change your circumstance? What are you gonna do? Some we tell you read. Some of you go, oh, but then you're taking, you're saying that you like where you are. Then it's as simple as that. We're saying learn new skills. You're like, oh, I'm not sure. Well, you're basically saying that you like where you are. We're saying push yourself, pay the price for the price. You're like, I'm not sure. Well, you're basically so. Some people actually think that them not choosing means that they've that they've not chosen. So nothing will happen. No, whether you choose to or you don't choose to circumstances will choose on your behalf like now i cannot choose to be a footballer now you can try and choose to be but... i can try and choose to but when i like to, i cannot be a footballer now you know why my body has chosen for me no yes. <laughs> yes. too late mm. but i can choose to do what i'm doing now so i hope Maybe we can go on forever. Mr. Clay, over to you and then we'll see yeah. you in the next, next, next episode. <laughs> you know, it is it is amazing how, you know, you're not choosing, you have chosen. Yeah. So the choice is always yours to make. The universe is so abundant that you choose, you, you choose to, whatever you choose not to, you've already chosen. So choose choices, the choice will have to be made. And on that note, I'll see you next time. Everybody, God bless.